Christmas presentation of the reason for the season. We are thrilled that you all are here tonight, or today, this afternoon, and we want to welcome you. Before we do go any further, we want to have a word of prayer, so let's pray. Our most gracious Father, we just praise you for who you are, and we thank you for the reason for this season, Lord Jesus. If there's ever any doubt, I pray that those doubts will be erased before we leave this building today. Thank you, Father, for the musicians, the singers, Lord, for the drama team, for each and every person uh, on the uh, who has had any input whatsoever, Father. Thank you so much for this opportunity to present your word in your way, your truth, in the way that I need you. Father, we just ask you in your name. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Will you stand with us as we sing? Welcome each other. Put on the garment of praise for the Spirit. be seated. We want to welcome you to Trinity Baptist Church. My name is Jim Feast, and I'm the Minister of Music here at Trinity. And uh, we offer this uh, program as a gift to the community. We don't take a love offering. Uh, We don't ask you to do anything. We just want you to enjoy the season and lift up the name of Jesus Christ. That's our primary goal here at Trinity Baptist Church. Afterwards, we'll have light refreshments in the fellowship hall if you'd like to join us. And you can talk to the people in the drama cast and the choir and the people that run the technical area as well. You saw Dr. Thomas Townsend, who this year has the lead drama part in this presentation. That's why he's dressed like that. And then Dr. Churchill, Dr. Ron Churchill, is going to give some comments almost uh, well into the presentation. So we want to welcome you here, and I want to remind you, if you haven't been to Trinity before, we have two services on Sunday mornings. One starts at uh, 9 o'clock, and the other starts at 10.30, and we have Sunday schools during those times as well. We also have a 6 p.m. Bible study time here at Trinity on Sundays. Wednesdays, we meet at 6 p.m. for both a Bible study and a prayer time. And then uh, next Thursday, we have a special concert here. Ken Easton plays trumpet in the uh, brass group that you just saw, and he leads the South Shore Concert Band, who will be playing here at 7 p.m. on Thursday the 15th. So you won't want to miss that. They'll be playing an entire concert of just Christmas music. Then we have a Christmas Eve concert also at 6 p.m. Let's go to the Lord in a word of prayer before we start the presentation. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come together tonight to worship you. And I pray, Lord, as always, it not just be a a concert, but a real spiritual event. We want to ask people to sing along when they uh, know the songs and just participate with us in celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. And I thank you for the drama and the the message of the reason for this season. I pray that that would... uh, Bring this 
time period, not just as a busy time when we do a lot of things and activities, but a time when we can reflect on the real reason for the season, Jesus Christ. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now Trinity Baptist Church presents the reason for the season.
Listen closely as I tell you my tale of God's mission for me. I must not fail. My reason for being is lighting the way so travelers tonight can see as in day. Below me I see a small sleeping town. This then is Bethlehem. I will shine down. On the small stable where there in a stall, tonight God's own son will be born, Lord of all. I see in the valley shepherds and sheep. Tonight will be special with no time for sleep. I see in the distance three men royal born who will witness God's coming to earth on this morn. I must be the beacon a light bright and clear which will tell all people God's son is born here. This was the purpose for which I was made to shine down on Jesus in that manger laid. From the valley below, shepherds wake as a throng, as angels descend with story and song. Tell that tonight in a stable above, God's own son is born, the proof of his love. At last, thought the shepherds, God has proved able. But could the Messiah be born in a stable? Surely his coming for so long in doubt would be to a palace with servants about. And now come the wise men, those from the east, who seek for the Savior, the dear Prince of Peace. As they enter in respect and in love, they fall at his side, praising God up above. Their gifts which they offer so precious and rare, when next to the Christ child, seem not to compare. For here's the Savior, Messiah, the Lord. They kneel and give thanks, all in accord. So now as you think on the gift of God's birth, know we all have a reason for being on earth. Yes, I was the guide pointing the way for those who came searching for Jesus that day. And yes, I felt pride for my job I had done, for I was the star sent to herald the sun. I twinkle a last beam, my light is now spent. Ah, but this was the reason for which I was sent.
Hey, Bud, how are you doing? Doing great. So exciting, Christmas and all. You got that right, Bud. Exciting is what it is. Truly, truly is. Yes, sir. Uh, listen, Marvin, I got to get going. Christmas and all, I have a ton more presents to buy. You know the drill. Presents, the reason for the season. Know it, Bud? I should say so. Yep, I surely do. Like I always say, presents, now that's the reason for the season. Reason for the season. You got it. I got to go now. See ya. Hmm. Presents. Well, I guess that likely is it. I mean, what else could be the reason for the season?
Marvin. How you doing, old buddy, old pal? Martha! It's good to see you. Well, I'm just super great. That's what I am. And what might I ask are you up to on this fine, fine winter evening? Me? I'm going caroling in Sun City Center to encourage the senior citizens. Well, now, ain't that just super nice? Super, super nice, I'm saying. Caroling to the senior citizens. Nice, 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 nice. Well, I just think you ought to be doing right things for others at Christmas. After all, doing right things for others, that's the reason for the season. Oh, you gotta know it. Like I was just saying to the missus the other day, doing the right things for others, now that's the reason for the season. That's right, Marvin. Look it. I'd love to stay and chat, but you know how it is. Doing right things for others, just gotta keep at it. Well, doing the right things for others, well, that sure does make sense, all right. I guess that truly is the reason for the season.
Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect land? That sleeping child you're holding is the grave. cookies are any worse for the wear, Ellen. Thank you, Marvin. But where are you off to with all those groceries and all? Why, well, I dare say you've got enough there to feed an army. I do. I'm just having 75 of my closest church friends to my house for a party. I was just out buying a couple of snacks. Well, ain't that just super nice? A party for 75 of yes. your church friends. Mm -hmm. Getting together with friends, ain't that nice? Yes. Well, you know, I just love entertaining my church friends. It's such good fellowship. And you know, I guess I've always thought that fellowship with my church friends, now that's the reason for the season. Well, I can see that all right, fellowshipping with friends. I guess maybe that truly is the reason for the season. Sure. Hey, I got an idea, Marvin. Why don't you join us? Friday night, 6 o'clock, my house. I live at 96 Candlestick Lane. Can't miss it. Blue house. There's big angel on the lawn, there's reindeers, there's white camel, wise men, you name it, it's out there. I'll see you there, okay? Well, thanks. Yeah, see ya. Friday, 6 o'clock p.m., 96 Candlestick Lane, angel on the lawn, blue house. Well, I've never thought about it before, but fellowshipping with friends, well, that's it. That's the reason for the season.
Hey, Tom, man, you look like you've been pulled through a knothole backwards. Man, you look beat. You're right about that, Marvin. I'm dead on my feet. I've been working two jobs just to buy Christmas gifts and making ends meet. I can't wait for the Christmas season to start. Then I can munch out for three days. Man, it'll be heaven. Well, so I guess you'd say the reason for the season is... Getting a much-needed break. That's the reason for the season. A person can take only so much, you know. Uh, we just have, to, just have to beat the stress, that's all. Well, I can sure see your point. Getting a break is mighty important. But I didn't realize it was the reason for the season. But I can see it's real important. Well, maybe you're right, Tom. Maybe getting a break is the real reason for the season. You just know it, Marvin. Sorry, I got to get moving. I'm so tired, it's shove off or snooze. Oh, oh, oh. <sighs> See you around, Marvin. Well, okay. See you, Tom.
You know, I'm getting real confused here. Are these things the whole reason for the season of Christmas? Giving presents, doing the right things for others, fellowshipping with friends, even getting a break? Um, excuse me, are you feeling a little confused? Oh, hi, I didn't see you there. Do I know you? Oh, no, no, we've never met. Well, Merry Christmas. Oh, thanks. But I'm kind of busy right now. Oh. Trying to figure out why Christmas was even invented. You see, all these things are good things. I mean, giving presents and doing the right things for others, fellowshipping with friends and even getting a break. But is that all there is? I mean, doesn't there have to be a more important reason for the season of Christmas? Mr. Jesus is born. What's that? Who was born? Jesus. Jesus is the reason for the season. The only true reason. Jesus, the reason for the season? Are you sure about that? Oh, yeah, I'm very sure. So the reason for the season of Christmas is not just giving presents? The birth of Jesus is the best gift for us ever. You know, first, we have to um, accept and then we have to open the package to discover what's inside and enjoy its contents. Oh. So the reason isn't just doing the right things for others? Jesus did the best thing for us already. Wait, I have, there's a verse in the Bible, and I just happen to have mine with me. Um, here it is. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it. It's in Romans. Uh, here it is. Romans 5, 6, and 8 says, for when we were still sinners, without strength, we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. But scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Oh. Mm -hmm. So the reason for the season of Christmas isn't just fellowshipping with friends? When we accept Jesus as our Savior, he promises us the best fellowship ever. First with others here on earth who also love him. And then with him for all of eternity once our life on this earth is over. I have another verse. Um, it's in 1 Corinthians. There. 1 Corinthians 1.9 promises, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Hmm. So I guess you'd also say the reason for the season of Christmas isn't just getting a break. <laughs> Jesus died for us so that we could get a break from the eternal consequences of sin. Oh, I have one more verse, and you're going to love it. This is great. John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Well, you seem pretty sure about all this. The birth of Jesus is the reason for the season. Hmm. Hmm. Now I see. And I believe also. You see, it's not what Christmas is all about. It's who Christmas is all about. Jesus. Yes! Well, hallelujah. <laughs> Wait till I tell the people at Sun City Center about this. <laughs>
the birth of the Savior. To sleep in a manger. Glory, glory in the highest. Tell the story of songs they sing. Who found him? Glory, glory in the Tell the news of the star that announced him. Glory, glory in the highest. Tell of wise men and gold they bring. comes down to bring us salvation. season. I'm sure that uh, almost everyone in the room knows that. We live in an uncertain day, even though the majority of us uh, know the real rationale for why we live and what our purpose is and all those things. We live in a day when you really don't know what's going to happen next. The FedEx people or the UPS people come and put a package on our front door and, and ring the bell, and we can kind of hear it in a distance, but by the time we get there, some guy has come along and picked it up and taken it. <laughs> That's happening all over the country, stealing presents. Well, you know, you, you want to have some things that you can really count on. 
some things that are fundamental to your belief system, to your life, to everything. These radical Muslims, uh, they have a purpose. They have a real determination to kill all of us. You know, Christians and Jews, they all have got to die. And then the ones that are left, that aren't radical Muslims, those are the ones that have to pay a tax for living. Diminitude. You familiar with that word? That's the word for those that uh, just, just have to pay to live. And when they've killed a bunch of people, and if in the course of that they are killed, that's really their purpose. Have you ever seen one of those guys smile on TV? I never have. There's no smiling. There's no joy. There's no uh, excitement about the presence of the Lord in their life. None of that. There's kind of a determination to kill, to maim, to torture. Now, brothers, that isn't the reason for the season. That just isn't it. You know, we had some elections recently. I'm sure all of you voted. We had a lot of people that uh, didn't like the way the vote turned out. And some of them were cussing and yelling and wringing their hands and just so upset. You know, some of them said, you know, our country's probably just going to last six months. That's all we've got. That's all we've got. With this clown in there, we're going to, we, we've got about six months. Let me ask you a question. Do you remember four years before? You know, we had an election. And some people were wringing their hands. Some people were crying. Some people were saying, you know, we've got a socialist as our president. You know what's going to happen four years from now? We're going to have another election. And 48% probably of the folks in the country aren't going to like the outcome. And they're going to have terrible things to say, and they're going to cry, and they're going to wring their hands. They're not going to be happy at all. They're going to make a big scene about it. You know... That's really not the reason for our existence, is to vote our guy in. That's not to be the main thing in our life. Other night at Wendy's, right across the street and down a little, a couple of guys got shot. Did you know that? They did at Wendy's. They were doing uh, some drugs, I think. And there were a whole bunch of policemen. And the policemen shot them. They weren't happy at all about being shot. <laughs> I mean, at all. And then they got in their car, and they drove off, and the policemen went after them, and the policemen caught them. And the policemen got them. And they really weren't happy about that. And they thought the reason for all that they were doing was that they were going to get away with whatever they wanted to do. And they didn't. And they were crying and wringing their hands. And they weren't happy at all. 
Well, Jesus is the reason for the season. I don't know, you know, kind of where all of our goals are. Do you have some temporary goals and some long-term goals? The gist of what we have sung and said today is that Jesus really ought to be the focal point of our lives. He is the reason of the season. And, and, and there isn't really any, any other reason for this time. There's a certainty about his presence in the lives of those that know him. We have joy. We have faith. Of course, we're not happy about everything that's going on. But we are happy that the baby was born, that the baby grew up and lived a sinless life, that he died a sacrificial death, and that he rose again to be at the right hand of the Father, and to be our Lord and our Savior. Jesus is the reason for the season. You know, in this church, I don't know if they do this at your church, but at our church, at the end of our services, we think it's so important that people have an opportunity to trust in Christ as their Lord and Savior, that we have a thing called the invitation. Where we invite people to do that. We invite people to figure out or come to realize or to see the revelation of God maybe through a presentation or the reading of his word or whatever it might be through the Holy Spirit working in his heart. We hope and pray that that all will come to the Savior. Today, we're going to have one of those things It's called an invitation. It's where we invite people to trust in him to be the Lord and Savior of their life. To let him be the boss, the boss of their life. Perhaps there are some here that have been thinking about joining a church where the Bible's preached. Jesus is held up and the work of the Lord goes on in the place. Maybe there would be some in the house tonight that would like to come and And join the church and be a part of the ministry team as we go out and try and spread the good news as that lady did uh, in the play. We're going to sing a song. I'm going to stand right here. And if the Lord is leading you and speaking to your heart, if you sense an urge in your heart and life to take a stand for Christ, you know, he died for you you could at least take a stand for him. If you would do that, it would be the turning point in your whole life. And from this night on, you would really know the reason for the season. We're going to sing. I'm going to stand here. If the Lord leads you, you just kind of slip out, slip forward, and come forward. Let's stand together as we sing.
I lie alone on a green grass mat in the silence here I lie and I think to myself how bright that star up high in the eastern sky around me weary shepherds sit who tonight will see no sleep they keep their watch through the starry night looking after us temple sheep then suddenly From out of the night comes those strains, a melodious sound, a song which out of the heavens rings, bringing glory all around. It is angels, it it seems, who visit us. Their sounds ring through the night. With one accord, both shepherds and sheep are brought to their feet in fright. The story they tell is a joyous one, for it tells of a Savior's birth, the Messiah, the Lord, God's own dear Son, has tonight come down to earth. Quickly, the shepherds make their way until they find the stable, and little they knew, I came too, as fast as I was able. As the shepherds entered the stable door, I looked inside to see, and there, in a manger among the hay, is the blessed holy baby. Since the shepherds kneel to worship him, I feel that it would be right. I feel the need to be by his side and to bring my praise this night. He is fair and sweet, this holy child, As he lays in that wooden stall, how can he save all mankind, this babe so frail and small? And now a shepherd sees me there, and he feels I should have no part. He sees me there at the baby's side, but does he know what's in my heart? As the shepherd sets to turn me out, a voice says, Let her stay. It's Mary who had silenced them. She is welcomed here today. My son will be the shepherd of all. He will lead his flock to the light. So let her stay by my baby's side as a watch throughout the night. So there in the manger... I lay down, and I'm sure some think it odd that I, the Lamb, am here this night beside the Lamb of God.